Hi there. Welcome to this week's episode of the podcast with me, Russell Davis. This week, we explore a question that Albert Einstein asked. And you may be wondering what a question from Albert Einstein has got to do with your fertility journey. But when I came across this question recently, it really helped me see how on my journey, without knowing it, it was the one thing that made a difference. It was answering this question in a different way, completely unlocked my own emotional well-being, created a sense of freedom and flow within my psychology and thus my biology and improved my fertility. Let's dive in and see what that question is and see how it can make a difference for you on your journey. Einstein once said, I think the most important question facing humanity is, is the universe a friendly place? This is the first and most basic question all people must answer for themselves. I only came across this this quote and this question recently and it really struck me as almost, I guess I agree with Einstein the most profound, almost basic, fundamental question, I think, we need to ask themselves. And I guess I agree with it because I can look back in my own life and see the impact of that question on my own life without even being aware of the question. Just me having a shift in how I see the world, whether it is hostile or friendly, has transformed my own experience of myself and life and I do believe it made the, the biggest impact on our fertility journey. Let me explain. I think our perception of the universe, God, life, Mother Nature, the divine, whether words you want to give our sense of life and the universe, the energy of life, often comes from our experience of our parents. And I grew up with my mother was very strict. I mean, she was a teacher. She was very high standards, high expectations at home. She was incredibly strict. She was stressed, anxious. She's an alcoholic and quite predictable. And it was quite, I guess, a judgmental environment. Things were good or they were bad or they were right or they were wrong. And you know, to make sure that you were in the good and right category. Um, otherwise, yeah. You got shouted at. I guess unconsciously as a child, I didn't feel loved when that happens. And I did everything I can to try and feel loved, which meant being good. And I grew up in a church environment, it was very Anglo-Catholic, and it preached or talked about a God of love, but all I heard or, or experienced were these conditions between me and this kind of this love. A lot of talk about judgment and repentance, which I guess echoed my experience at home and maybe my experience at home shaped my perception of my experience at church. 
But I think the biggest shift for me was recognising I didn't feel truly loved by life. I knew I knew my wife loved me, but I limited that love. I limited how much I received that love because fundamentally there's a part of me, I guess a little boy in me, didn't believe I was lovable fully. I had to prove my worth and my lovability in some way. That unconsciously I was expecting some kind of judgment day. I thought this energy of life, God, I'd use the word God back then, I'm not sure what word I'd use now for the energy of life. But my perception of this energy of God, life, that was going to judge me. I was scared of that judgment, I was scared of getting it wrong, I was scared of being in trouble. And the time I began, I remember that the moment I first begin to see or begin to experience the fact that I was loved for who I was. It was a game changer. There was such an overpowering feeling of self-compassion that I was acceptable, lovable, despite my failings, despite not being perfect, despite doing all sorts of things that maybe hurt people, upset people. That I was still lovable, still acceptable. That I was a good man for who I was. I didn't have to prove it. And I think going back to Einstein's question, it relates to yeah, I started to believe that the universe is a friendly place, the energy of life is a friendly place. It's a friendly energy, it's a loving energy. It's got my back kind I sometimes perceive it or, or explain or my experience of it is I guess like the love of a perfect parent sometimes I imagine being in that energy and it's like sitting with a divine mother and a divine father the loving compassionate kind encouraging wise There's no judgment. There's loving understanding and compassion. What if that was true? What if there's an energy behind life that is loving, kind and compassionate and it's got your back? What if you didn't have to keep having to work being okay to prove yourself, to feel worthy and lovable. What if you are worthy and lovable for who you are? What if it's a birthright? I truly believe there is this loving energy of life. And I believe we're made of it. We're part of it. It's like God within us. We're part of creation. I believe we're here. We are creation. We're part of creation. We continue creation. We're creative beings. We are the energy of life. Well, if you can allow yourself to receive that energy, be in that energy fully and completely. With my clients, I often do one of my favorite meditations to help them connect to that energy and just notice how they feel in it, notice who they are in it, notice what they believe about themselves in it. 
because ultimately the judgments we have about life are judgments of ourselves. If we don't believe life is life loves us fully and completely, that the universe is kind and loving, we're not going to be kind and loving to ourselves. What if the universe is kind and loving? Despite all the difficulties of sometimes being human, the challenges, yeah, the pain, the grief, the life is a contact sport. It's messy. I don't believe in an energy of behind life that plans things out, that gives us lessons because we need them and we have to go through them. And yeah, life is sometimes really horrible and really messy. But I believe when we're struggling, there's a Divine Mother and Divine Father almost in pain, seeing us in pain. Just like a, a parent that sees a child struggling, it's not comfortable. And we can't live their life for them. Of course, we're, they're young, we're here to protect them and make sure they're in a safe environment. But imagine uh, my son's 15, he's becoming a man and I can imagine it's going to be harder as he gets older he starts making life decisions for himself and sometimes it's going to be difficult for him sometimes he might find himself in painful difficult situations I can't fix those for him necessarily I like to think I can be there for him support him wherever I can I believe in an energy of life that allows us to be free spirits, the self-creators we are. We're not, don't believe we're robots. So life can be messy, life can be difficult, life can be painful, but I still believe there's this energy of a perfect parent that cares. That didn't make those things happen. Doesn't control our human environment. Who really cares? Has such a huge heart that often we can't comprehend that in our human self because I guess as humans we can't really truly comprehend unconditional love because as humans there's judgment, there's thoughts, there's messiness. We're going to contaminate stuff with our ego thinking. But if you can imagine unconditional love the love of a perfect parent this divine mother and this divine father that's got your back how would that feel well if the universe is a, a kind place yes there's some unkind humans living in this universe but ultimately the energy behind life is kind and loving and it's got your back. I like to think you begin to feel comfort, maybe not feeling alone, and maybe start to being aware that whatever happens, you will be okay. Whatever happens, you'll be okay. Loving you.